1: Welcome to our podcast, I'm Jeff Pelletier. The purpose of our podcast is a simple question, why is Israel important? Over the next many episodes, my partner Neil Johnson and I will seek to answer this question. There are just barely over 14 million descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the world today, and about 5.5 million of them live in Israel. The rest are scattered across and among the nations. For the sake of our podcast, Israel is both a country and a people. Welcome folks to Israel. Why is the Middle East important? I'm Jeff Pelletier here with Neil Johnson. And today we're going to talk about Palestine. What was that? I said Palestine. We're going to talk about Palestine. You're not going to talk about Israel? Yeah, we're going to talk about Israel. But we're going to talk about Palestine as well, because there is what some people call a Palestinian problem or the problem of Palestine. And we're going to get into it because it impacts the existence of Israel. It's a very, very important topic. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to take you through some of the problems that exist with Israel's existence the, the idea of a Palestine and the idea of Palestinians and we're also going to talk about the truth about all of that so here we go now Neil uh, here's some things that people say about Israel okay? Israel is a fake it's man made somebody decided in 1948 we're going to create a country out of nothing and we created this country right that they have no right to the land whatsoever, and that the Palestinians were always there, and there they were there first. Whoever the Palestinians are, there, and the Palestinians say, "We were the descendants of the Canaanites," and if, as we remember in in our Bible, the Canaanites were the people who were in the land when when God said, "Go in and take it." Right, He gave it to them, and they defeated those those Canaanites. But so the Palestinians we were there first so what I want to do Neil is I want to I, I want to learn from you about this I want to understand what the heck's going on in our first show we talked about uh, we, we talked about Adam and Eve and then we went into then we went into Noah and the Tower of Babel and all these things so uh, where I go when I think about this and I'm a rookie I don't know you you're very smart at this Abraham right Abraham go to the place I will show you And we know where that is. Abraham went there, and God said, everywhere you place your foot, that's your land. Right. Right? Correct. As far as you can see, that's your land. Right? So he was pretty specific, right, with what what it was all about. And then many, many, many years passed before they went in across the Jordan River and took it. Correct. Because God gave it to them. So why isn't it theirs?
2: Right, so that's the uh, uh, million-dollar question of the day, isn't it? It's interesting that when you ask those questions, first of all, you have all these different types of people who all have a different type of opinion. Yeah, Uh, The people you are describing that want to be uh, self-labeled as Palestinian, which everybody, Jews, non-Jews, Christians, and Muslims, were all called Palestinians at one time. It was a derogatory term put on that area, that region by the Romans under, after Philistines, mm. Philistia. So they took it in about 1964, and they started calling themselves the Palestinians. Well, that didn't work very well for their purposes, as you're saying. What We actually go back farther than that, and they came up with this idea that we are, meaning the Palestinian uh, Arabs of Israel, are actually descendants of the Canaanites. Mm. Now, the thing for our purposes, you have to realize first of all to sort that out is there's all kinds of different positions on, you know, does the land belong to the Jews, which is quite fascinating if you think about. It. They're an insignificant yeah. people. Yeah. Why is the world preoccupied with this? That mm-hmm. should tell you something mm-hmm. right yeah, there. Right. But to our purposes, uh, you have to remember that all throughout the Bible, every time it's referenced, Canaan or Cana, the Canaanites they were That was a region there was a bunch of tribes mm-hmm. there was a bunch of people groups and mm-hmm. they were all called canaanites yeah right yeah so even uh you the land of canaan the land of canaan yes. and yes. they're in the yeah. egyptian steles yeah. they're referred to as well as israel's referred to in, yeah. in the ancient a- egyptian yeah. stali yeah to to say something old and we are them that means okay palestinians arabs you would have to give up your arab identity to be a Canaanite. Whoops. Right. W- whoops. Exactly. Whoops. Yeah. And so they're not willing to do that. No, we're, we're descendants and we're intermingled with the uh, Arabs, they might say, and, and we're predominantly Arab today. Well, then, in that sense, you have to say there are no Canaanites today. I mean, there's no Hittites. There are no Gergashites, Perizzites, <laughs> or any of the other ites that are mentioned yes. as occupying that region of mm-hmm. Canaan. It was a region. So mm-hmm. God said to Moses and then to Joshua, go in and conquer the land, destroy them utterly. Does that mean to kill them all? Well, no, because God himself subsequently elaborates further and he says, I will drive them out. I'll, mm. I'll drive them out before you. Were some killed? Yes, because some definitively came against the Israelites Mm -hmm. and challenged them in Mm -hmm. warfare. Mm -hmm. But we had the Ammonites, we had the Amalekites, we had all kinds of people who were called Canaanites. If you go back even through DNA and you say, okay, are these Palestinians, a self-appropriated name because it sounds ancient, if we are Canaanites, mm-hmm. that would be in our DNA. Well, it's interesting that when they test a lot of people, they have the exact same markers, including Jews, that test almost identical with the so-called Palestinian uh, Arabs mm. in their DNA markers. Mm. So you can't differentiate out, if you will, this idea that I am a parasite, I am a Hittite, I am an Amalekite, or I any am other I am a Canaanite, because it was a region it was a bunch of yeah, people there yeah. and there's Great, no yeah. marker anymore yeah, to do yeah. that yeah. So except
1: so, except for the fact that the jews mm-hmm. are linked by their dna
2: the Jews are linked by DNA, especially the priesthood, mm-hmm. and and DNA is a new science. They're learning stuff all the time mm-hmm. about how to do that. Mm-hmm. But there is no other people group in the world, except for the effort that Palestinians are trying to make by calling themselves Palestinians, mm-hmm. of which the Philistines were just one of those people living in Canaan, mm. <laughs> from which they are named after by Palestinians. Mm-hmm. They were Philistines. Mm-hmm. Some were killed, but they weren't all killed. We mm-hmm. know that from the readings. But it's interesting that the people who use that as an excuse, mm-hmm. they say it's all fairy tales and nonsense, yeah. except that part. The Jews stole it. So everything else is a lie, yeah. but that part okay. really happened.
1: A, 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 a very good point, right? So the question for me is, you know, what, would I do, what would I do if God said to me, go to the place I will show you, mm-hmm. Right. And I will give it to you. Sure. If God actually said that to me. Right, right. What would I do? I would go there. Right. And if he said, This is the land, and if he said, everywhere you walk, mm-hmm. that's your land. As far as you can see, that's your land. Right. From the Tigris and the Euphrates over to the the river in Egypt, it said, right? Up to the, the you know, it gives the border, Up right? Up to it, the Lebanon. Yeah, a vast area. A vast area, right? He said, I give this to you forever.
2: Right. Wait, wait.
1: Forever. Right, right. Never not, right? Forever. So, in order to make an argument that they don't belong there, I'm talking about Jews, right? In order to make an argument that they don't belong there, you have to believe that God didn't say that
2: it's made up that's what i mean right yeah,
1: somebody made it up right. it's just a ploy we use to get this land right like we're, we're we're shysters and we're we're con men and we did this just to get the land and we faked these thousand-year-old uh, documents right to make it happen right okay so so i want you to take it through for me a, a little bit about because i want to understand this the, so uh, I have three three things I want to ask you about. Sure. There's there's the replacement theology view that Jews don't belong there. Right. There's the Islamic
2: view that Jews don't belong there. Correct. And then
1: there's the secular atheist view. Right. That Jews don't belong there. Take that. Take us through each one of those.
2: Well, it is very interesting because again, it really does go back to. I don't believe it's like it's stated on the plain and and face value of what it says. Mm -hmm. God changes. He changed. This is what Islam believes. He gave it to the Jews first. They messed up. Then he gave it to the Christians. They messed up. Then he gave it to the Arabs, and we succeeded, Mm -hmm. and God's done with the Jews. They Mm -hmm. have no right to that land. That's an Islamic view. Okay, interesting. Replacement theology would say something like, yes, uh, God is schizophrenic. Because he was the mean old God of the Old Testament, as we say often, and he became the nice god of the New Testament. And by the way, it's all for us. Da da. So really these ancient people, the Jews, of which there are no other ancient mm-hmm. people, there's no Babylonians, as we said, nobody from Nineveh, nobody from Sumeria, no Akkadians are trying to reclaim their Mesopotamian lands. How about only Persians? The Jews?
1: How about Persians?
2: Even Persians are an admixture of various conquering tribes and religions that came through Persia. But yes, Persia is still there. So
1: Persia was kind of a region...
2: Persia Containing is a
1: multiple different people
2: and the Holy Land, if you will, I Canaan, see, Israel, see. came under pe- a Persian so- a sovereignty or yeah, suzerainty right. at different times. Different as well. times, right? So again, all these people were various conquerors, conquering this, conquering that. So, mm-hmm. in that sense, you can say, in the same way, Lebanon was part of. Canaan, and Syria was part of Canaan, but nobody's saying give Syria back because that's no. Muslim. Right. Uh, give Lebanon back because that's the same way it was carved up after the war. It yeah, but I think
1: what people say Canaan. in the current day, Neil, is, you know, after World War II, mm-hmm. right, they carved up and made Iraq. Right. They carved up and made Iran. Sure. They carved up and made Saudi Arabia. True they enough. They carved up and made Syria. That's right. And they carved up
2: and made Jerusalem. Israel and made Israel. Isn't it all part of that plan? It is part of that plan and that that is true as far as that did happen in our modern day but Mm -hmm. then you have to ask yourself okay where do you line up in these categories you said that uh, may be predominantly evangelical view Mm -hmm. or placement theology Mm -hmm. view or Islamic view or a secular atheist. Mm -hmm. There's only one group of those four broad categories that would say If it's written in the Word, those documents mean something to me. They've proven themselves true, and God said the Lamb belongs to this obscure, small group of people, ancient people, called Israelites, the Jews, from Yehuda.
1: And it doesn't say that about the Persians. Nothing says that about the Persians. Nothing says that about the Saudi Arabians. Nothing says that about the Syrians. Nothing says that about any of them, except for... The Israelites,
2: except for the Israelites, and especially doesn't say them about the Philistines, which were conquerors right. who were usurpers, right. from which Palestine or right. Palestinian derives mm-hmm. and comes from. So mm-hmm. you're saying you're a Philistine, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't say it, but it says it over and over and over again, where God says, "I, who cannot lie, give my land." He calls it my land. My land it says, "You've divided my, my land." My land, and I give it to the Jews as my inheritance. So God says Israel in Joel 3 is my inheritance. Wow, he's calling these people his inheritance. God has an inheritance through these people Mm -hmm. and he says they get to inhabit my land and he lays out these Mm -hmm. boundaries Mm -hmm. and nobody is saying, like I said, okay if that's true that they carved up the land and they did it based on historical precedents like who's there, the different tribes, the, the Jews had a a claim to the land yes. better than any of the other yes. claim to the land.
1: And the sliver they gave them and wasn't the whole land. It was just this little bitty sliver of land.
2: Right. They, w- they, had, they had, And everybody complained. That's exactly right. At first they had given them a far much larger swath of land, mm-hmm. almost what they were entitled to according to the Biblical.
1: That might have been the ask, as they say, but that's not what they want. Well,
2: Churchill was one of the first to to cut that down, right? Mm -hmm. So there are these political machinations that people don't even realize. They think it just happens in a vacuum, but everybody's being ordered by God one way or the other. So anything you see on TV, or radio, or you read in a newspaper, you can say, well, it happened because of X, Y, and Z, just like the mm-hmm. rebirth of Israel in 1948, mm-hmm. Gregorian calendar. Mm-hmm. You can follow that and say, well, there was this League of Nations that, uh, that morphed into the United Nations, and they had this problem in the Middle East, and the British had a mandate. And so You can study all the indicia of what happened. The fact is, God orchestrated these things to come to this event And people don't even realize, you know, as Shakespeare said, we're all actors on a stage. You're an actor in God's plan for one purpose, redemption. Israel has one purpose, main purpose. That's to bring all humanity into redemption. But they need a land and a holy city and a temple according to God's plan to see it through why do you think Iran presently wants to wipe them out so badly? Mm-hmm. And secular atheists and all these people who are against them and says it's, it's phony. So it's just as interesting, again, I, I want to repeat the point that I don't believe in any of it. It's all a farce, it's all a joke. Except the part where Israel really did conquer the land and killed people and stole it. So you say to yourself, well, if they stole it, tell me, who did they steal it from? And if the answer is the Palestinians you say, oh, so they were there thriving. Who was their president? Who was their prime minister? What What was their government? What was their government structure? What were their uh, monetary system? Show me anything they had and you won't, no matter how far you dig, find any evidence. But the further you keep digging down, 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 down you will find evidence of Israelite occupation all the way back to uh, the uh, uh, coming into the land by Joshua All the way And even before that You'll find the cities That are mentioned in the Bibles Are exactly as they said they were So
1: So folks I just want to make a comment here yeah, We're talking about The the uh, secular atheist view That That uh, You know It's all part of that plan After World War II yeah.
0: Hey Can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave Without any nicks Cuts or irritation Isn't three or four blades A soap strip Or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday.
1: Ah, uh, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff.
0: And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just three thirty-three. dollars Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price.
2: Buta
1: ba ba Yada, yada, yada. But that's not exactly what happened, okay? Because Iraq didn't exist... And it didn't have a country, and it didn't have a military, and it didn't have a government, and neither did Saudi Arabia, and neither, they were tribes. They were just a bunch of nomadic tribes all around the Middle East, right? Except if you went to Jerusalem, right? There was a city. It was organized.
2: Well, the fact is, is that even as, as short time back as uh, Mark Twain's day, when he wrote Innocence Abroad, he wrote of the Holy Land. And there was a Jerusalem there, but it was equally occupied by Palestinians, Jews and uh, Christians for the most part. Non-Jews who believed in uh, Christianity, Muslims and Jews. It was very sparsely populated, but as the Jews started going back, back, back to the land, when they started going back predominantly from Russia first, the land of the north, Israel, according to the prophet Isaiah, who said it will bloom like a rose. There will be waters in the waste places. The the desert will bloom. Well, all of a sudden, guess who started just flocking in to this land that the Jews started reclaiming, and because of God's promise, it started flowering and prospering, was these quote-unquote Arab Palestinians, who now are, are conveniently saying they're Canaanites, Mm. Right, they, they can trace their lineage, although there's nobody who could really trace their lineage. It's like me saying to you, Jeff, really I'm a, Biz- a Byzantine. Because nowhere, as you look in any of the Quranic verses, can you see anything about the Lamb belonging to anybody but the Jews. It specifically says it belongs to the Jews. Well, that's a real problem. The thing we're seeing today is a real... Well, I tried to explain to you once in uh, at, at times past is, a, is the, the dog chasing its tail kind of uh, philosophy. One, you say uh, Israel is satanic, according to a, maybe an Islamic uh, uh, belief system. And it's our duty to get rid of it because Allah is the supreme God. But yet, no matter what they do, Israel keeps prospering in spite of themselves keeps prospering and, and gets firmer and firmer and firmer in the land, no matter how much the world rails against it. It's like Psalm 2. Why hmm. do the heathen rage? Why do they rage against me You know, for no reason? That's Psalm 2. So then the second part of that is, if in fact uh, say uh, Israel is satanic, then you have to say, well, then Satan is stronger than God. Well, that's equally as impossible mm. in that mindset. Mm-hmm. So no matter how you cut it, you have this perpetual uh, a dog chasing the tail thing that either uh, the Jews are wrong, that uh, uh, God is with them and not with us. That's wrong, not acceptable. Okay, then Satan is more powerful than Allah, than God. Mm. And that's as equally wrong. In other words, mm. there's no way out, and this is what we have in our day is constant hatred, constant fighting toward them, constant threats, and that's what we see around the globe today.
1: That's very interesting. So let, let's review the case for Israel existing, okay? Okay, so uh, you mentioned to me uh, a second ago when we were just talking uh, about Ezekiel.
2: hmm right.
1: And Acts 1. Correct. An Old Testament and a New Testament. Sure. It's co- okay, so t- so. W- Talk about each one of those.
2: Well, you know, uh, Ezekiel asked the rhetorical question, or God did Ezekiel and said, can these dry bones live? And we know that after the Second World War, they were dry bones. I mean, these people were shell-shocked, and they were literally, they were uh, being um, sacrificed in burning ovens. Six million. And so they filtered back to Israel. Well, eventually in 1948, again, it's just an interesting date, uh, A.D. in the uh, Gregorian calendar, uh, in a day, in one day, Israel was declared a nation. Ben Gurion declared it a nation, and the countries of the world uh, recognized Israel as such. So that's in one day. Now,
1: the United States was the first as well.
2: Right. We, you know, people were already set up. We had Truman, and that was mm-hmm. my point before mm-hmm. that. We see this gradual restoration, this Gula, it's called the redemption of God, mm-hmm. piece by piece by piece. But the the first and foremost piece was that. Israel would be born again as an independent kingdom, an independent nation, a nation among the nations, and that's what we had in 1948.
1: And your reference is, Ezekiel said, how can these dry bones live again? Can they dry? Can they Can they live? Can they and live? the answer is yes. And they have. In 1948.
2: And in I, one day. In one day, the, the vote was taken, and it was approved, it was ratified, and yes. Israel... Yes. And, and other nations were approved, as you said, as well. Yeah. They cut yeah. up other nations, yeah. right? Yeah. But everybody's concerned and preoccupied with Israel. Yeah, right. So if we can, it can't beat them militarily, right. we'll beat them philosophically. Right. We're the Canaanites. Yes. We're the original. Well, they stole our land. They took our money. Yeah. Well, what money? Where yeah. was it banked? Yeah. Where was your president? Where was any semblance of government? There was none. But even in the New Testament, then, you ask that, you jump ahead. And and, and in Acts 1, the the, the disciples, the the students of Jesus asked him, and they said, uh, basically, Jesus, will you at this time, Because that's what they were looking for, a redeemer. Will you Mm. at this time Mm. restore the kingdom Mm. to Israel? Mm. Now, they had all these promises and prophecies of what the end-time kingdom of what Israel should be, a light to the nations, that Mm. the nations would go three times a year on the three migratory festivals up to Jerusalem to celebrate uh, at, at Jerusalem. They had tons and tons, hundreds of promises and prophecies, and they asked him, Jesus... It's confusing for us, given the writings, what what Messiah does. Nobody knew at that time about a second coming. Remember, nobody understood how one person does two things. We had a suffering servant and and a conquering king. How can it be both? And does he do one? Does he do the other? And they asked him, "Will you, at this time, a reasonable, certainly first-century Jewish question, is, are you going to do that now for us?" He
1: had just been resurrected. Why wouldn't they?
2: And he could say to them, "It's not for you to know." Well, we've had two thousand years where a lot of history has come up, but he, what is telling is, he didn't say, "No, your theology is all messed up. I'm going to give it to somebody called Islam or." replacement uh, theology churches or to secular humanists. No, he said, he didn't correct him. He simply said, it's not not for you to know. It's not for you to know that. Now, 2,000 years later, we're seeing the rest of these prophecies culminating in the tangible, physical land of Israel coming to fruition in our day, and you have to be awful thick not to see Wow, that's exactly so. What so I let thought. me let
1: me let me let me add to this because I think it's it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. At, you know what you just said about will you restore your kingdom right now? Will you restore the kingdom of Israel right now? And he said it's not for you to know when, right? right? And then he said, go to Jerusalem, pray, wait mm-hmm. for the Spirit right. to come, right? right? Okay, and then he he was taken up, right? right? In in bodily form, taken up and the angel said this Jesus that whom you have just seen will return to this will return that's number 1 will return to this very spot what spot was that yeah jerusalem
2: in the same manner
1: right in jerusalem right in jerusalem right exactly in israel exactly this very spot right not, right not so anywhere in order else. in order for the dry bones to be alive in order for in order for the kingdom to be restored there needs to be a physical Israel.
2: A physical, tangible it people and has place. It has to be. It has to be. Has to be. Yeah. So that's the case for why Israel should exist. And that's exactly what the battle rages among those who believe it and yeah. accept the, the plain and symbolic, literal, oftentimes, writings of the many hundreds of promises yeah. of a restored Israel, yeah. Old and New yeah. Testament. Yeah. And all the rest of the world, whether it's religious or yep. secular or whatever, who yep. say no, 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 for these reasons,
1: and there's no there's no uh, sacred writings that we can look at that says it shouldn't be.
2: well, the sacred writings that we hold as sacred are quite the opposite. They say exactly that should,
1: should be. be. And so nobody's wi- got a Quran passage. Or, uh, you know what I'm saying? Or or an old, you know, scroll that they found somewhere that disagrees right, right. with the fact that it will be there. Right. That, and that it will happen that's there. Right. And yeah. we also know, right. and this is really ticking me off, but you, you're you the one who inspired all this. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, st- we start in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Everything. The whole thing started there. Right. Tigris and Euphrates. Right. Right
2: there. Right. And that's where it ends, right. in that same spot. And isn't so that if a there's border not, of Israel? And if there's not an Israel, how's that going to happen? Exactly. So right there, as you just said, Euphrates, which, by the way, is drying up, and that's one of us, it's yeah. a separate topic. Yeah. Now, we've got a real problem with that, and yeah. who are these kings of the east, and yeah. we won't go into that. Yeah. But if that promised land, yeah. that God said is my land, yeah. borders on the Euphrates, yeah. That's mentioned many, 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 many times. Many, many times. And it only matters to those that it matters to in this realm, as yeah, we've said. It yeah. doesn't matter to a replacement person. Yeah. They don't care. doesn't yeah. matter to a, a Muslim who believes in in God is done with the Jews. It doesn't matter to a secularist who says it's all fake. So, in other words, these people were so clever, they could write this fake document that was so perfect. It's all playing out the way that they said it would. Uh but it matters to people who believe the plain and simple language of the Bible that the promises will, in fact, occur according to the way that God said they would occur, in the manner he said they would occur, in the timing he said they would occur. And, Jeff, we're watching it right before our eyes. Right
1: before our eyes. And and another thing that, uh, you know, I, I know... I know we're at, on, on Facebook on our Facebook page, uh, israel why is the Middle East important. You know, we're going to post this show there, and and people are going to want to comment, which they already have started to do. And six thousand people have seen one of our posts, and it's it's catching on. So, uh, but but people are people are looking at uh, listening to what we say, and and you know, we're making a logical argument based on the scripture. But you know what? There's a really more important reason why people should listen to this show a really way more important re- reason and that's salvation the idea of where they're going to go when they die if Jesus is a Jew and Jews are Israel and Israel is there right? and you believe that and you see that you accept that uh, Jesus gift of salvation death on a cross for your sins right. name another religion where that happened okay for your sins so that you would be saved and all israel will be saved where do you want to be when you die where do you want to go when you die this is way more important than just being right
2: right yes of course you
1: you know it's way more important than just you and me getting it right it's it's has to do with people if we're wrong then everybody's going to go into the grave and turn to dust and there's nothing left if we're right people will be transformed resurrected and be
2: in a great place for the rest of their life, for the rest of eternity. Which is the overriding theme of all of Scripture is that very topic: repentance re- and redemption. restoration and redemption. And that's the thing. And but it all hinges on: is there is a Jew? A Jew. And is there is is there. Israel, Is there an Israel? both are necessary, including the Temple Mount, these indicia. If if any of those can be done away with, we will not have, it's impossible to have, the Messiah. And that's what we keep coming back to time after time. All of these indicia have to be there. They have to be there. It's all part of the story. It's all part of the main topic, the main theme, the main subject. Everything else is subtopics, yes. sub themes. Yes. It's little at one, twos That's and threes right. and so on under That's the right. under the topic heading. Yeah. Redemption is what we're most concerned about. Yeah. But it revolves around is there a tangible, is physical there, is, land of Israel?
1: Is there an Israel for Jesus to come back to? There has to be. You know, and, and so it's so important and this this isn't just logic. It isn't just proof in the in the Bible. It's the fact that There's more at stake here, folks, than just Neil and Jeff being right. It's about you. It's about your future. It's about what you believe in, what you stand for, and how that impacts your ultimate destination. What happens to you when you die? There's a lot at stake here. We hope you get this, and we hope you engage in this, and we hope you look for it, because nothing is more important. This has been a great discussion for this episode of Israel, Why is the Middle East Important? I look forward to how this continues to unfold. As you can tell, Neil and I enjoy talking about the subject as it helps us to get to the root of the matter about God and why Israel and the Middle East are so important. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we would love to hear from you. Visit us at our home at Spreaker.com. Israel why is the Middle East important that's spreaker.com Israel why is the Middle East important? And you can find us on Facebook using that same title and you can email us at why is the Middle East important at gmail.com That's why is the Middle East important at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. If you like what you hear, please invite your friends to the conversation. One thing Neil and I always say to each other is, I don't know, because the only way we know is to not know. Once you have it all figured out, you stop learning. And that state of mind is what helps us to learn and grow. We invite you into that journey with us. From Neil Johnson and me, Jeff Pelletier, Shalom, and see you next time. (laughs) E foreshado
2: night <laughs>